It's kind of like the McDonald's uh, upsell for movies. It's kind of like going, oh, would you like fries with that? But instead, it's like, would you like to go ahead? I'll say, would you like me to double your price? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. You know? Yes, please. Make me pay 50 instead of 25. Thank you. The 2OC, the show that covers the things we love from two parts of the world, Orange County, California, and Orange County, Florida. Welcome to episode 24. This episode of the 2OC, we talk about Big Justice Bang Spoiler, Dig the Return of a Great Nation, and I'm beginning to think Anton is a rebel scum. I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. So, Anton, are you a rebel scum? I don't know. Am I? I don't know. I did see your fiance with the blowtorch on Snapchat, so... Oh, yeah. Remember that conversation that we had a while ago? You don't trust her with the blowtorch? Yes, and my ex at the time. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> that, that, that's what that's we, about. So I was like, We were in agreement that, that the girls should not have access to the blowtorch. Yep. And we ended up with one here. Well, okay, and is that even like a like a standard or like a not standard, but like a home kitchen blowtorch? You got like the restaurant grade blowtorch. Oh yeah, all out on this one. <laughs> <laughs> we we need something like that in this household because uh, we love our food. Yeah. And we want to do restaurant style type of food at home. Okay, because a normal home blowtorch is probably, I'd say, the size of a gun, maybe. Yeah, kinda like that uh, kind of that like, kind of weight and size, like a mini gun. Uh, yeah, and I think usually people that use those types of blowtorches are for like creme brulee, or yeah, just, just to quick... sear. Yeah, just a quick sear something. Right. No, you got the one that decides I've got two liter bottle, a, a narrow two liter bottle. Oh, yeah. (laughs) With butane and then the top of the torch. Yeah, this is actually not butane. This is a uh, a higher end gas than propane. Uh And it it ignites at a temperature that is higher than 300 degrees. Yeah, so it's a high powered blowtorch that industrial people use it for cooking. You know, melting metals mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, I think like pl- plumbers will use it to weld like small pipes together. I mainly use it to sear the meats on sous vide. Yeah, yeah. I, I get that because you don't want to the 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 you're already cooking the meat with sous vide. You you don't want to dirty up a pan just to sear the meat. Yeah, so I'm gonna be doing that more and more over the weeks. So. I I'm I am on a diet, but I gotta have some of the protein in uh, with my vegetables. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna be eating it as much. Uh, it's probably gonna be like a once a week type of thing for a cheat day. Well, you can you can steam your veggies and then do a quick sear on them to get a little crunch to them, right? Oh yeah, yes, of course. Yeah, so but you're good. yeah, but anyways, I'll leave that for another episode, so that way we have uh, something. To talk about yeah that, that was not that was not on this schedule i got sidetracked when i saw that blowtorch yeah but anyways uh, am i a re- rebel scum uh i don't know the new york comic-con just happened not so long ago 
and the Star Wars Last Jedi experience was probably one of the coolest things and I think it was pretty badass uh, for those who hasn't seen the clip yet it's a a bunch of Star Wars fans that lined up for the artifacts that they have there from the film yeah so for anybody that went to like d23 or comic-con they have these like kind of mini museums of you know the costumes the the props that's what people thought they were lining up to see but little did they know they they were part of the stunt it's crazy because one other person in the room gets their photo taken secretively and uh it gets put onto the screen and it's saying something like, oh, wanted as a rebel spy. It's kind of yeah. similar to the Star Tours ride where, you know, they take a picture of somebody at the very beginning and say, hey, there's a rebel spy in your, um, your, your little vehicle, you know. Which, side note on that, it's almost as if they pick out the person that says they hate Star Wars. <laughs> Which is funny, you know. Yeah, no, it's yeah. fine. I'm like, it makes me think that it cannot be random. Somebody's sitting behind the, behind the camera picking somebody out. Yeah, so you get that uh, um, alarm sound from Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. I was, I was gonna try to do it right now, but all I could think of the the Star Trek alarm. Yeah, <laughs> I actually like the 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 Star Trek one more because it sounds more clean and you know, more uh, techy. More techy. Uh, this one from the. Um, resistance space it just sounds horrible wait is it yeah. the res- no no it's not the resistance first space, or, right? first order yeah it, it's crazy but yeah and, and i'm not gonna put the clip in in this podcast because you you really can't get anything out of it besides just laughter and sounds so well i'll put, I'll put a link on our on our website or in in our social media yeah so then the the rebels would break into the room and try to get the rebel spy to safety but hopelessly, they, they find Kylo Ren crashing their escape, and the rebels fight back to try to get the rebels to, spa- uh, to safety. You know, it was very similar to Darth Vader's entrance in A New Hope. Yeah, it's very cool. Mm-hmm. Very neat. And it's cr- kind of cool, because in, in the video, you get to see uh, everybody in the whole room reacting to the whole thing, like uh, they're part of the action. So, what do you think about this stunt? Like, do you think this is something that should be done on a regular basis? Like, for something like, you know, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge? It's it's risky because mm-hmm. you, you never know if you're going to get somebody that's, like, very shy. They don't want to participate or something. Luckily, the people they showed on this one, they're very, like, they're willing to play along. Not the greatest actors, but they're willing to play along. Like, one guy, he was clearly laughing as, like, one of the rebels was trying to, like, help him out. Yeah. And they go, are you the rebel we're looking for? And he goes, yes, yes, I'm the rebel. Help me out here. <laughs> as as he's Snapchatting. Yeah. It's funny. <laughs> uh, wouldn't you Snapchat? <laughs> I think I everybody would. would. Yes. I, w- I would. So, I'm like, I'd be stuck between the whole share or being the experience. But mm. as I say, it's risky. Yeah, so at Hollywood Studios right now in uh, um, the Disney World in Florida here, they're doing those stormtrooper marches. And also, once in a while, they would have, like, you know, two that stroll along around the whole entire park just uh, doing their usual business by, you know, uh, scoping out the area, making sure that there's no rebels. So they would walk around, like, you know, try to say, what are you doing over there? Where's your ID? 
should have. They're like like patrols or whatever? Yeah, they're they're patrolling around and uh, just asking people like, hey, have you seen uh, the droids? You know, stuff like that. And it's kind of interesting because when they see a kid in a costume or something, they would, you know, interact with the kid a lot more. And it's kind of cool because those kids that are wearing those costumes, they're really Mm -hmm. into Star Wars. So, yeah. of course, that they, they would get into, you know, like, oh, you guys are the bad guys, you know? So, it's kind of cool that they're doing something like that. Yeah, I mean, I think the I think the most I get to, I get, like, uh, interaction with when it comes to that stuff at Disneyland is uh, security. Uh-huh. Because I've walked to, like, the security with a Star Wars shirt or, like, a, oh, shoot, what was it? Oh, what the hell's going outside? Um... Yeah, it's like someone a, whistling. I think so. I don't know what it was. Oh, I was, <laughs> I was wearing uh my red shirt that had like the the rebel the rebellions logo. Uh huh. And the security guard's like, ah, oh, rebel scum. <laughs> I was like, damn, damn, bro. Yeah. So, what what did I get you from Star Wars Celebration? Did I get you something? Uh, yeah, you got me the. You got me a limited edition print. Wow, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> you got me a limited edition print shirt, but I'm trying to. Oh, I think it was a 40th anniversary, right? 40th anniversary. Yeah, yeah that's, what it was. that's a really cool shirt. So, yeah, that I am not. I am not wearing. It is being stored. I need a very, very special occasion to wear that. Uh, which is um, Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Mm. When you go see it, maybe. Maybe I'm considering it. I don't know. We'll okay. see. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, if well, they already announced that you know Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is going to have a lot of those uh, uh, things where it feels like you're part of the experience. So maybe this is something similar to that. They're just testing out to see how uh, visitors react to it. Yeah, and it's kind of um, interesting because I think the guys that did this stunt. Is the ones that um, did the? Do you remember the one that they did the other day in a coffee shop where that girl kind of like screams and then all these things starts moving around? Uh, don't recall that. We'll probably put it in the show notes, but uh, I think it's the same guys that did that. Okay, so it, it, they're they're experienced. Um, so is this like the new Flash Mob? These like random kind of yeah random. It's very. It seems very San Francisco. I know San Francisco is uh into the street performance kind of thing. Yeah, this one's in New York, so. No, but I'm saying the yeah the style. Yeah, of course. <laughs> People in uh, San Francisco and New York are very hip. Because I've heard stories like you you're on the, oh, what's it called the the Bart train or what's it called? Or is it just called the Bart? The Bart. Yes. Yeah, like you'll be on that, and then all of a sudden somebody just randomly does whatever they do either performance art or whatever it is and then they bail out the next exit yeah and it's kind of cool in san francisco where they have that uh event every year where everybody brings their pillows and just have a big pillow fight around town uh that scares me because <laughs> i think when i first when i first heard of it it was during the time where all the bed bugs outbreaks were happening oh man I, i'd rather buy a a, a new Hello, right. instead of an old one, you know? Right, right, right. You would, I would, yeah. but you don't know if that person that's hitting you with their pillow did that. Oh, F that. <laughs> exactly. 
I was so, like, whoa, bro, hold on, that does not look new. Hold on, back up. Hey, what's that stain on the pillow? Uh, uh, <laughs> you went there. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, we've been getting uh, a lot of glimpse of the new Han Solo movie from uh, the Instagram page of Ron Howard. And every now and then he's been posting pictures of the set, which is really awesome. Uh, it's great that he's doing that. It gives the fans a sense of trusting him and steering the movie in the right direction. So, have you seen any of his pictures? Have you seen uh, any of the, uh, the videos that he posted? No. Uh, the Last Jedi has kind of been taking my full attention. I mm-hmm. haven't really caught up with the Han Solo ones, especially because it's so it seems so far out. Yeah, it, I know. It is I know we'll get here before. We, but I'm saying I know we'll get here before we know it, though. Yeah, but uh, amazingly, he posted a video uh, fairly recently about the official title of the movie, uh, which is uh, now called Solo: A Star yeah. Wars Story. Uh, the the morning show I listened to on the drive to work, they were kind of, <laughs> they were talking about how pissed off people were about the title. Not pissed off, but like kind of disappointed, uh-huh. because the the title seemed like it, they were going to try to make it a more, how do I say, more creative name. Because wasn't the wasn't the code name uh so, uh party cup, party cup, <laughs> uh, it, something like that. Something like that. Like, yeah. they, well, they could they couldn't use red solo cup. Oh, so I think I think it was red party cup or something like that. Mm-hmm. So solo. I, I think sense. that was the original uh, thing that uh, um, what you call it, brothers? Uh... Wachowski? Wachowski? No, 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 no. The original guys that uh, directed the Han Solo. Oh movie. my god. And and they're not brothers anymore either. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Brother and sister. No, they're both sisters now, aren't they? What? Yeah, hold on, I'll double check that while you check the other one. Okay. Uh, I swear, I think they're both sisters now. <laughs> Lily, Lily, and Lana Wachowski. No way. Oh, I didn't. Lana, yeah, Lily and Lana. Lawrence, Lawrence became uh, or yeah, Lawrence Wachowski became Lana, and Andrew Paul Wachowski became Lily. Holy crap! That's crazy. I didn't know that. <laughs> So now they're the Wachowski I thought sisters. at least one of them were straight. Well, okay, I don't, or, I don't want to go I, into... I, okay, okay, okay. Just because of their show, Sensei, I, they're probably bisexual. Uh, just saying, I don't know them for that person, but yeah, I don't, I don't want to get our show tangled up in the whole gender sexes thing. Or, but yeah, the, they're now both sisters. Yeah, they're, they're very <laughs> San Francisco-y type of people, so... Oh, very much so. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so That's Phil funny. and Lord were the uh, previous. Uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller were the previous uh, directors for the Han Solo movie. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, I'm I'm happy that Ron Howard's doing it. If you get a chance, take a look at uh, the Instagram of the pictures that he's uh, uh, taken from the set. Uh, one of them has um, Khaleesi. Khaleesi, interesting. I'm trying to make a reference, but I'm just thinking. To myself right now that you don't watch Game of Thrones, so I take it back. Yeah, I was, oh, I was, that's what I was like. I, <laughs> I was like, I was trying to think, I'm like, that's not a planet that I know of. That's not an, a character from from Star Wars that I know of. Yeah. Anyways, uh, uh just catch I, up on your Game of Thrones, and we'll get back to that joke. Uh, yeah, I I might add the whole, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll have to catch up. So that's yeah. that's real Ron Howard on Instagram. Yes. Okay. 
Alright, cool. Oh, I already have some friends to follow him. What do you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, while you're taking a look at that, um, is there anything else about uh, Star Wars you want to talk about? Personally, not that I know of, unless you're hinting at something. Possible spoilers? No, not not for Star Wars. Okay, what else? So, the, the Big Bang Theory might have dropped a spoiler for the new Justice League movie. Mind you, it's not a mind-blowing spoiler. It's something that you and I were were speculating during when we were talking about the the, the most recent trailer for Justice League movie. Okay. So I want you to, I want you to click on that link I just sent you. Okay. And give that wheel a spin and tell me what logos you see. Oh. I saw it. Yeah, we've been speculating that for a while. It's the Green Lantern logo. Yeah. So, and this is... like uh, There's jokes about saying like somebody at Warner Brothers just lost their job because of this. No, bec- I don't think so because they've been trying to hint this... Uh, everybody's been talking about this way before this too. That uh, this movie is going to hint uh, for uh, the next couple of DC movies. And yeah. I think the Green Lantern, of course, is, is something that they wanted to uh, do. And also Black Adam. Mm, Black and, Adam, uh, really? Yeah, Black Adam, which is played by uh, Dwayne Johnson. So mm. they've been hinting it for a while because Dwayne keeps on talking about it. Um, but he's not really confirming if it's part of this universe or not. But, you know. Well, no. Well, no, this because this this contest is specifically for Justice League. Mm-hmm. So if for him to be thrown into this contest is a hint that he's going to be part of the Justice League for this movie. Yeah, it's I, it is because because I mean the trailer for the the last one that just came out that one does hint that the Green Lantern exists in that world. Um, I forgot what the who's the main villain in this one? Uh, Steppenwolf. Hmm. Okay. In the tra- yeah, in the trailer when the Amazonians are kind of gathered up and Steppenwolf lands, he mentions there's no this planet is no not protected by anybody. There's no Kryptonian, there's no lantern. And so so like they 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 mention that the the lantern core exists. Yeah, so I don't think it, it was such a a a big um Spoiler? Well, we we kind of got hints here and there from there everywhere else. Well, hints at the, hints that there was going to be a Green Lantern movie and that there was going to be some mention of a Green Lantern, but this yeah. this could hint that there's an actual Green Lantern in the Justice League movie. It it could so. be kind of like the Star Wars uh, uh, Force Awakens, where you know um, uh, Luke just shows up for a couple seconds. Yeah. But either mm-hmm. way, though, still mention it because they were denying any any uh, Green Lantern in this movie, yeah. Until the the new one, mm-hmm. so we'll see um, whether that's going to be one of the human Green Lanterns or one of the other members of the Lantern Corps remains to be seen. Yeah. But besides this, Anton, uh, what was one of the first podcasts you ever listened to? Uh, subscribe. One- subscribe to. As far as I can remember, the one that I really got into was This Week in Tech. Wait, was that... Oh, Twit, yeah. Yeah, Twit. 
Okay. What about more more like after that? Like once it became more mainstream and not mainstream, but like more better quality video video podcast. Oh well, of course, uh, Dignation. Uh huh. Have you been keeping up with uh Kevin's like pr- projects? Yeah. So he he uh, he did Hoodinky, uh, which is a a watch company in New York. Uh, mm-hmm. After a couple of years, he was pretty happy what we what he was doing. So he assigned a new CEO for the company, and he left to go back to San Francisco. So he's currently in San Francisco. Uh, he did work on a app recently. Uh, it's called. Um, it, it's kind of like a, a fasting app, where uh, a lot of the stars like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Uh, a couple other Hollywood uh, stars uh, like Hugh Jackman mm-hmm. um, did this uh, type of fasting where you fast for 16 hours. So you you basically fast from sunset to sunrise. And if you really go to extra mile, you go from sunset to sunset the next day. Yeah, and he's been if you follow him on Instagram, you'll see him talking about he, he does like competitions with his friends. Um, using some sort of app to track it, which I'm assuming is the one you're talking about. Yeah. But have you have you seen his latest show? Uh, he has a new show. Yeah, the Kevin Rose show. He's like uh, 15 episodes in. Oh wow! I, I oh I knew that he was he did a couple of shows before like podcasts yeah. uh, about um uh you know interviewing pe- successful people uh just to get inspiration. And yeah, I think the, that's what he was doing for a while that you you liked uh, called Foundation. Yeah, I, I played around with it a little bit, but that one kind of got me. I got kind of got out of that one a little bit because it was just kind of um, at the time it didn't really fit my way of thinking. Like the mm-hmm. like I'm I'm just not that part of my life yet. Yeah, and also I don't have that kind of income. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but his new his new show, the Cameron Rose Show, he talks about more. He talks to authors, S- similar premise to Foundation, except they're more, it's, it's more variety. Mm-hmm. So yeah, authors, um, kind of life coaches, just people he finds interesting and he wants to promote. Uh, yeah, he, he's pretty much set now. All he needs to do yeah. is just, you know, talk and and just connect more with people and, and basically just spreading ideas. Right. Yeah, he doesn't uh, need to work anymore. The same thing with his wife, too. She's... She's a uh, well, dietitian. They're, uh, they're having a baby. We're, it's about time. <laughs> Which brings me to the Dignation thing. Because remember, remember uh, one episode where Alex and Kevin, they bet on who was going to have the kid first? Yeah. Well, it just so happens on episode 15 of the Kevin Rose show, uh-huh. uh, Alex joins him. <laughs> that is awesome. So they do a mini Dignation reunion. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Dignation. Also potentially hazardous to your health. All right, moving on. Why do you have flies in your freaking house? I know this in is southern, southern in Southern California, and I have fruit. You put <laughs> zombie and you put ear in the title, <laughs> and I don't want to do it. Dignation.com. It's it's amazing how they did not miss one single step. Like it feels like Dignation just continued. Uh huh. But uh, w- w- what source? What sources were they using instead of Dig? 
Oh, they're just talking. Like, it, it was purely based on kind of like what we're doing right now. Like, we just uh-huh. gather our stuff or whatever and we just discuss it. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Like, they weren't just going on dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, they were just, oh, was it like Kevin would just read the titles without actually knowing the article? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you still uh, in any uh, affiliation with um, or any connection with the dig? No. Brand? No, not that I not that I know of. I don't. I uh, kind of left that whole thing. Yeah, what they do now is they 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 basically uh, gather up their own uh, curated um, stories that they find o- over the internet, mm-hmm. and they basically do uh, a I think it's a w- a daily thing, and they also do a weekly thing, and it's kind of cool. It's kind of like uh, going on to Reddit, but instead of you know f- um, going on Reddit and having every little thing on the internet on the front mm-hmm. page you have little stories that really interest you like um okay yeah so, so I, I think that's kind of cool so it's like a it's like a reddit assist a personal assistant for you yeah and i i kind of like that so that's cool but mm-hmm. yeah so this episode they talk about um no going on with tech so they they start talking about the new iphone versus the um the iphone x x versus the pixel 2 uh, they talk about uh, 4K TVs, projectors, VR, disposable tech, and one thing that you'll really be interested in, which I I was laughing when I was hearing this because they had the same thoughts about it that, that we did. Uh, Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, uh, Ke- I don't know if Kevin still owns it, but he said he was a proud owner of 20-something Bitcoins. So I don't know if he mentioned if he sold it or he invested more into it or not. That he go, he they? goes into it. I I highly recommend you go you listen to it because he goes into mm-hmm. it in detail what he's doing. Yeah. But the funny thing is their their thoughts are both a mix of what you and I talk about. Yeah, and it's insane uh, because they hit six thousand today. What are uh, the the Bitcoin value? Yeah, Bitcoin value hit six thousand today, and right when it hit six thousand, a bunch of people start selling. So it went back down to uh, five thousand eight hundred, but I'm pretty sure it's back up there, around uh, five nine, almost six thousand again. It fluctuates so much; it'll probably be either up or down by ten points by the time this podcast podcast comes out. Yeah, but it's insane because it 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 just keeps going up, uh, and and then it just gets steady at a certain uh, amount, and it goes up even more. And it, I think the reason why is because a lot of investors in, 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 in China are investing their, their money into this. because And, and he goes into it on, in the show. Yeah. You so to, You have to listen to it, dude. You yeah. have to. It's so, but okay. So, and we've had this discussion on and off for a couple of years now and more recently in the past month. Yeah. But like, I personally, okay. So without going to full discussion, I'm going to try to sum up our thoughts um you are into it you're fascinated by it you are you want you want you think it's going to succeed or at least like uh become a big thing i think it's a fiat currency and any minute now the bubble's going to burst but we both agree it's a quick way to make money and it's fascinating it, it is yes? very fascinating yes Okay, I want to make sure I get I, I get thoughts on. But yeah, I mean, I, you gotta listen to it, dude. It's it's hilarious. They explain it way better than you and I could have. Yeah, and they go into more detail, like the different methods of it, the the farms, how to invest, the percentages. Uh, it's insane. I, I it it was it was it went deeper than I thought they would have. Yeah, because uh, once you really understand the whole fundamentals of it, 
it, it's not like stocks where you're gonna lose everything in, in a sense of like a, a market crash and the company just you know vanish uh okay. and it's all over the news and stuff like that it just goes down but people still have coins well yeah so it's, but it's the, it's the value that decreases Okay. Yeah. I'll put it, okay. Just to give you an idea of how detailed they go into it, mm-hmm. Alex was talking about how he was mining uh, coin or currency from a Star Trek game, and then using a Chinese uh, middleman to essentially convert those to bitcoins, and mm-hmm. then put that into his pocket. Yeah. So he like he wasn't farming bitcoins directly, but he was farming other currency, which is easier to get, and converting that to bitcoin. Yeah, he's basically uh, a trading service for bitcoin. Yeah, it's a fi- that it's totally a finan- sounded wrong. It could be any kind of service, so and not that <laughs> service. That I'm trying, you know, you get. What oh, I'm and saying. and and they make they make servicing jokes too. It's yeah. dignation, dude. It's I love it. The part I love most is that he said he was, he wants to do it like every every month or every other month to have Alex on. Yeah, I, you know that uh, Dignation event that was supposed to happen at Comic Con. I, I really wish that they were able to do something and and make it happen because I would totally fly out there just to hang out again. That 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 was such an awesome event. Oh yeah, the one we had at the I forgot what the name of that bar was. No, that made, dude. Throw it. I was like, what? Two thousand eleven? That's like one oh, of the yeah. last last live events that they did. Yep. A, a lot yeah. has happened since, and you know, well, it's, they, it's it's a good and bad thing. Well, the okay, Dignation is one of like the first podcasts that got me into it. It helped me fulfill my kind of geek geek curiosity. Um, it wasn't the inspiration for beer knots the previous podcast i think that was more uh inspired by totally rad show yeah but i mean dignation still holds a, a very very special place in my heart hey I, I i think it's kind of fun though you know like uh it, it's an aftermath of tech tv and attack yeah, of the show it, you know well that's they they had all these people that you know they were tech experts that they had all the stuff they needed jobs they had a big fan base dude it's insane how big their fan base is and tech tv just didn't know how to utilize that fan base and then the you know they kind of the, tech tv being bought out and getting rid of the technology aspect of it just kind of released all these tech journalists into the wild and they made themselves known in their own ways by either blogging uh, podcasting, going to other sources of media. It's, I really think tech TV being bought out added to the, the geek culture now. Yeah. And I'm happy that we grew up during that time where it, it was kind of like a, a bubble that was ab- ab- about to burst, which it went into every single pocket. Each person had some type of uh, a niche like uh, Kevin was more of like a, a business guy instead of just mm-hmm. a, a a host, yeah. and then you know Alex is more of an uh, acting type of guy and producer, and you know he's a little bit of uh, uh, other things that is in the geek culture. And we got you know Prager, who's uh, um, you know a, a director, you know the a, pre- a studio. Pregnator. Yeah, Pregnator. <laughs> oh, hip, hippie Glenn. <laughs> yeah. 
who was like the ultimate San Francisco guy, was just like trying like being living the hippie life. Yeah, and then uh, we got uh, Double D. I don't know if you remember that guy, but he was so cool. Oh my god! And he got out of the limelight because he is more of a producer. He so. was doing it for oh, what was that? What was that? That hacking show that he was doing with Kevin. Uh, it was called. Um... <laughs> Damn it! Have, it was oh, system, my system, system, yeah, system, system. Yeah, I was like, I have a damn shirt. I still, well, not, I don't think I have it anymore. But I it, had it's a called shirt. something else before that too. Yeah, system was like the cleaned up version of it, the the ready for twit version. Yeah, and it only had like two episodes. <laughs> it was expensive, dangerous, and very risky. Oh yeah, like, <laughs> you can get blacklisted was, real fast. Well, it was a. Uh, a darker version than hack five and hack five is already like very they're they're just writing that line of illegal and legal like stuff. yeah it's funny when you watch hack five uh there are those moments where they're like they're, they're trying to rethink of what they're doing they're like uh, should we talk about this mm, no let's just steer this other direction to be safe yeah i remember you came over you came over to my house to show me kevin's like show the 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 one before system and it was yeah. him blowing up. It was him knowing, securing your data once you've gotten rid of your laptop. And yeah, it was and him he's... putting ther- thermite into the damn laptop. <laughs> laptop. Yeah, and it, it's funny because he's going around San Francisco trying to hack people's Wi-Fi connections. Oh my god! Yeah, I forgot about that. Which he did. Yeah, yeah it's funny. We need more edgy stuff uh, like that today, but I, I think it would just. No, make things worse it, no, it's exploiting no. uh hacking and everyone's well you know that's that's what's going on in russia though you know that's why there's so many coders and and hackers over there is because those guys expose each other about hacking and there's a whole loop hole on the dark side of the internet oh wasn't he oh he was one of jimmy fallon's first guests right yeah, they were. <laughs> Holy crap! Jimmy Fallon's been on for a while. I forgot about that. Yeah. Anyways, all right. Yeah, let's, we gotta we gotta move on. Else we're gonna get stuck into a dignation hole here. <laughs> let's get back into movies. Um, it's you know nowadays, and when you go to a movie theater, it's a lot of formats that you can watch. You can watch it in three D, regular two D, but there's also RPX, IMAX, XD, Dolby Cinema. Yeah, and a bunch of time. other jibber jabber, but I got I gotta be honest. This is one of the things I hate about going to theaters. Uh huh. Is and especially because each theater brand has their own brand, uh, their own um, twist on a certain, uh, like one of the formats that you mentioned. Yeah. Like real D, blah blah blah. Um, and I I really don't know. I'm like, is it worth the money? Unless it's like I've heard, like you know, you recommend it or something, like that I'm probably not going to do it. It's kind of like the McDonald's uh, upsell for movies. It's kind of like going, "Oh, would you like fries with that?" But would instead, like it's like, "Would you like to well, go ahead?" I'll say, "Would you like me to double your price?" <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know. Yes, please. So, Make me pay fifty instead of twenty-five. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so let's go down the list here. RPX, and I think RPX is at uh, Regal Cinemas. Real, real player extreme. No, uh, no, let me get the actual acronym for RPX. Is real player still a thing? 
<laughs> they're still around. Okay. They're still around. So, I, uh, that, that is like ahead. the dark, ti- that's like the dark times of the internet when you had to like get a different player for each different format. I know it's crazy. What, why don't you just do one, which, you know, plays on Apple, Winamp, which yeah, uh, windows media player and, and, uh, I was all for Winamp. So Winamp was one of the better ones for a while. That yeah, because so, it, it was it was so easy. Yeah, it's very simple and 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 it plays you know what you want to play. You you got what you wanted, and you get the skins that you wanted. Yeah, Off Windows Media but... Windows Media Player, however, was just so bad for a while, and then it just got to a point where they're like, you know what, just keep it simple, and that's when well, a lot of people started using Windows Media Player. And QuickTime too, but because QuickTime insisted they use one of the good formats, which sometimes I'm sorry, the videos are not available in the good formats. <laughs> okay, so anyways, yeah, because sorry, got oh, sorry. Was a tangent. <laughs> I, I was I was still in indignation mindset. Uh huh. Okay, so RPX stands for Regal Premium Experience. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, did you ever get a chance to go to any of the Regal? Uh, movie theaters to see it in rpx no well i don't think all of them have it because the one the regal here by my house doesn't have it yeah it's very interesting because uh i i've i've been to one here in orlando in the winter park area and Mm -hmm. uh tell you the truth it's just a big theater um it's another limax uh, okay yeah it's uh is it just like the more like this like stadium seating but it's like standard viewing or what uh stadium seating uh and it's got uh i think the one i went to didn't have the what are those those loungers they didn't have those loungers yet but i think the new ones do um okay so the next one would be xd which you probably experienced because uh that's cinemarks yeah what do you think about that experience? That one I've done um, mostly because I forgot what movie it was, but I have I've had to upgrade for some movies because that was like the only showing, mm-hmm. like at a either at a certain time or the regular one was sold out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I don't know. It, it's so hard to, for me to compare without seeing like both like both formats. Mm-hmm. But I have no complaints about the video. I mean, yeah, the visual and audio quality mm-hmm. but the the seating and everything feels the same to me okay so it, it's just more of like a gimmick where they put the loungers in just so mm-hmm. that you can feel like you're sitting at home but yeah. also experiencing something you know grand oh i know where i saw this is when i went to go see rogue one. Ah, okay the seating was I put it, the seating was so packed that i had to sit in the front row fully reclined back <laughs> to be able to see it properly <laughs> yeah so uh okay so also imax when was the last time you seen uh any movie in imax that one's been a while um that one i think the last one i saw it in was batman shoot which one was it the second the second one of the the, the um, dark knight was it Dark Knight? The one that had the scene with him on the... <laughs> this is sound very specific. The one with him sitting on the rooftop. Um, oh, it, it was... Um, 
Uh, it was Dark Knight, wasn't it? Yeah, Dark Knight. Yeah, no, I think that's the last one, and that's only because you were so pushy that I had to see it in in IMAX. Oh, Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah it it uh it was. Well, which which IMAX did you go to? Did you go to the one in Irvine, which is the actual real IMAX? Yeah, screen? that's the that's the only one that was like nearby, so that's the one I used. Yeah, um, a lot of the movie theaters now they do the IMAX. So there's a big difference between uh, three of these things that we just talked about. The RPX is the same thing as the XD one, um, but the IMAX, however, is a little different. I think IMAX is probably the best out of those three. Well, yeah, but because IMAX, you have to you have to cater to the to the the what do you call it? the film. You can't just put, like force it onto mm-hmm. a smaller screen and enjoy. You have to present it in the format it was intended. So you you need you need that wide screen. Exactly. So I think out of those three, I think uh, IMAX has the best out of those three. But uh, comparing between the big screen IMAX and the LIMAX screen IMAX, mm-hmm. uh, nowadays because of the digital projection it's better on a small screen only the imax film 80 millimeter would be good on the large screens like the really big right. ones the ones at irvine yeah yeah, it, yeah and say so, and it's 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 harder and harder to find ones that are made in film that are like big blockbusters yeah exactly because everything's, everything's going digital you they're using the what's it called like the red red dragon what's it, what's it called that camera red red Red, just red. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I th- sorry, I think Red Dragon is specifically one of their cameras. <laughs> yeah. So where I'm trying to get to is there's this new format that I don't know if you experienced yet called Dolby Cinema. The, for a while it used to be called uh, AMC Prime. Uh, they also called it um, just Dolby. Mm-hmm. Were you were you able to experience anything like this before? Yeah, uh, that's what I went to go see the movie It uh, It in. <laughs> so so weird. Okay, uh, so let's compare this to IMAX because those are the the two superior, like, n- like noticeable difference for your money. Yes. Yeah. So what do you think? Let, let's let's compare the the two. We we got some really cool seats in the Dolby Cinema. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got uh, laser aligned sound. The one that you went to. When you were before you even get into the movie theater, did they have like some type of video playing at the entrance? Like right when you walk in, or as yeah. you're sitting? Yeah, as uh, you were walking in. No. Yeah, I think it depends on the movie theater. Some movie theaters that had uh, AMC Prime at the very beginning, mm-hmm. they have a whole wall of whatever the preview of the movie is playing. So when you're walking into the movie theater, you see like a bunch of uh, uh, advertisements for the movie that you're watching as you're walking into the movie theater. So um, that's something that you can only find at some theaters that have it. Yeah, I'm assuming the newer ones. No, even the newer ones, they they try to cheap out on it by not putting it in there. <laughs> that's, and, and that's what sucks. So like the, that's like the best time to add something in is at the beginning when it's already part of your construction costs. Yeah, 
yeah. <laughs> which is you know eh. but anyways uh the seats what do you think about the seats they're comfortable the the one i went to it had the leather the, the pleather seats mm-hmm. but the they, recliners they, no but they didn't recline Oh dang! I guess it depends on which uh, movie theater it is. Well, yeah, I mean, if, if this theater, because this theater's been around for a while, it's so if they don't have the ability to, like, they don't have the space, mm-hmm. they might not put the recliners, but they'll still put the comfy seats in, which are still nice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, no, no full reclining. That, that that totally makes sense because the the one here we have a lot of space, so yeah, uh, they're they're willing to charge people extra for the space that they're losing yeah that's true it's kind of like airlines mm-hmm. yeah so when you went into the movie theater uh did the whole theater look different it was uh it was stadium seating the pleather seats did they had did the whole theater have any type of accents that that is different than the regular movie theater that you walk into yeah that's what i'm trying to remember i can't recall anything specific right now so what specifically are you referring to? Okay. Because the Dolby Cinema that we have here, when you walk in, you see a bunch of red speakers. Like, uh, speakers that lights up, like, throughout the whole entire theater. There's probably, like, hundreds of speakers everywhere. And it, it's kind of intimidating. When you go in there, uh, it, it kind of feels like uh, too- you're, you're walking into something that's going to like uh blow up you know it's like your indiana jones going through a uh a, a forbidden temple yeah no no it, they didn't they, again they didn't, they didn't do that that one definitely didn't uh didn't have it um because okay. i would have noticed it but i'm assuming they make him glow red just so you can see where the sound is coming from and you know that the, that they put uh tons of speakers in it for your experience yeah dude it's insane um so did yours have speakers in the seats uh in the bottom back of the seats so and and not and not all of them either okay did your seats vibrate uh throughout the whole entire movie like it, it like it has like you know those uh, uh but, impounding moments uh no I, I'm, I, again i'm trying to remember because this was like a month ago no, i'm gonna uh-huh. i'm gonna say no because it could have been just people jumping Again, movie it. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. So when the movie started, did they have um, that crazy um, uh, intro where they show you the projection that they're using is OLED? So basically, like, uh, you're watching true black? Yeah. Again, they're trying to make sure that you know you're, you're getting your money's worth in, in the projection. Yeah, I think that pretty much sets up the whole thing for me when I was watching that the first time. Uh, the whole experience, like of of getting that superior sound and that uh, um, recliner for me, yeah, the clarity of the projector, mm-hmm. that is probably the only thing that I would pay over RPX and XD. And I'm assuming that they're they're about the same price point, right? Because it's more it's mostly based on the theater brand. Yeah, it's very interesting because uh, I I would only pay to go to see a movie in IMAX or Dolby Cinema. 
Uh, I mean, I, I'm okay with regular, but if I had the option to go an extra mile on a good movie that has lots of action, I would just do Dolby Cinema. But the thing that sucks about Dolby Cinema is they don't do 3D. So if the movie was shot in 3D, um, the only way to watch it in superior sound and, and clarity would be IMAX. Yeah. And to, to be fair, I'm I'm really happy that I I did the Dolby experience for the movie It because there's a it's a lot of small sounds that really mm-hmm. add to the 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 pretty much the you being immersed in the experience. Like when they're yeah. walking through the sewers, you hear little drops. You kind of you, you hear the silence. That sound, that sounds weird talking about speakers, but you hear the silence, so you can hear the smallest sounds being made on like. Mm-hmm. different areas yeah so you kind of you could tell the difference between you know uh, a, a movie theater that is showing a premium experience and you could tell it uh, from all the other ones that you usually go and sit down some so, some of the theaters. but for dopey yes for i you can definitely tell the other ones you're right they're kind of they're a little bit nicer experience than their standard stuff but nothing amazing for that price yeah I mean, Cinemark, man, they're just pushing their their laser projections. Have you seen the yeah. Have you seen the ads? Yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh, powered par- you, powered you know, by unicorns. Yeah, it's so stupid. It's so cheesy. Yeah. So corny. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Uh, did all of the seats at Cinemark get changed into um, uh, recliners? Nope, nope, nope. Definitely not. No, he's not the one at the Belterra. Okay, the one here in Orlando just renovated um, their whole theater by putting all of them into recliners. Yeah, and this has occurred to me that we're talking about we're talking about theaters, but we don't have Josiah talking about it here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think he'd be able to tell the side by side better than us. Yeah, and also oh, one more thing: Have you been to a movie theater that you choose seats? Yeah. Uh, that's a different rogue one the cinemark here only lets you choose seats only which is very interesting yeah only lets you choose seats and then uh the amc that i uh that i go to here uh the only theater that uh, does reserve seats is the imax and the dolby cinema everything else is just walk-ins uh it's kind of hit and miss with the reserve seating and i mm-hmm. and i I totally understand when a company or when a certain theater doesn't like to do those because you have mm-hmm. to, you have to sell out for you to get your money's worth on that one. Because yeah, but it, it kind of makes sense though for, you know, those hot movies that right. uh, people are desperate to go see. And once every, all, almost all the seats are filled up, some of the people will go, uh, we'll just choose these seats here. I'll sit away from, you know, well, yeah, the bro. No. So you can sit there, you know. Yeah, but I'm saying like, and exactly that that example, they know every seat's going to be filled, so people yeah. just want to know that they're going to have a seat available for them. They don't want to show up and realize that the all the seats are taken, or some jerk or a couple jerks decided to leave some gaps or whatever that you can't find. Yeah, but if you, if they, I guess it's a win-win type of thing for the movie theater for that situation, yeah. But for like movies that are maybe been out for a while or aren't as big as blockbusters they are anticipating, you're gonna have a lot of theaters. Uh, you're gonna have a lot of showings 
that only have the middle section filled out and then people just decide to, you know, get the next showing. Have you seen that? I mean, like, Which is fine. It evens out. Mm. I don't know. This the the statistics are gonna be a little. I um, I think more different. Well, I think you're more likely to sell tickets if somebody doesn't know they're gonna get screwed on where they're gonna be sitting. Yeah. But anyways, uh, that was just my two cents on that part. Yep. Hey, maybe uh, we should uh, get uh, Josiah on the episode. Uh, maybe sometime or at least get him to record his opinion on theater experiences yeah maybe we should uh talk uh, I, I mean there's a couple of the other things that i want to talk about too which is um uh, you know the the whole um a snack type of thing and the whole movie pass i'm doing oh yeah yeah, yeah. what was it was it just movie pass or was it called movie i can't yeah, remember just movie pass movie pass yeah yeah well, I'll talk to him if he if he doesn't listen to this episode before I talk to him. Oh, we'll it out. Uh, that that's also something else that I wanted to talk about, which is um, uh, other um, other movie theater companies like um, Cinema uh, Cinemascope, uh, ArcLight, uh, Alamo Drafthouse, which we haven't experienced yet, but uh, they're opening the first one uh, in California, up in LA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, which you don't know anything about the Alamo Draft House yet, right? Uh, I just know it was a major one in Texas, or is a major uh-huh. theater in Texas. I but I've never been to one. Okay, so we'll probably talk about that uh, on the next episode with uh, Josiah, maybe. Uh, yeah, if we can arrange something, I don't know how it can work, but yeah, we'll try. All right, cool. Let's wrap it up. Cool. All right, Anton. If people want to support your movie addiction, how can they do that? They can help me pay for my movie pass every month by uh, buying me some extra beer. Buy you some extra beer. <laughs> and maybe you can buy a movie pass too. By going to www.the2oc.com and click on buy us a beer button. Or maybe buy some swag. Like a t-shirt or stickers. Or stickers. Or stickers. Or stickers. All right. And if they want to send us an email, talk, tell us what they think about the movie theaters, uh, ex- movie theater experience, or what their favorite movie watching in Adobe is, they can send that email over to mail at the 2oc.com. The people, everybody can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the 2oc for each of those. I have no idea why I struggled to that one. Anything else, Anton? <laughs> Uh yeah, I uh bought early tickets for the Last Jedi for the Dolby Cinema experience. Oh, so you got it. Yeah. And uh Yeah, the interesting thing is you get like a pack of cards, collectible cards uh-huh. for seeing the Dolby uh Cinema experience mm-hmm. version. Mm-hmm. I really wanted the posters oh my God. from the IMAX viewing. Oh my god! So <laughs> first, first world problems. So I, I I'm gonna see the movie at seven o'clock on uh, the previous day before the movie is released, and right <laughs> after I'm done watching that viewing, I will be seeing the IMAX version to get the poster. I knew you were going there. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. Oh my god.
Yeah, so I'm going to be seeing the movie twice. Oh my god. So the wedding's still on, right? Your fiancé has not abandoned you yet? Oh no, not yet. Okay. Alright. <laughs> Alright, for the 2LC, I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. Have a good one, guys. Later. Powered by Unicorns. Thank you.